The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, the only podcast where one of the hosts just realized he's still completely dressed and has to find a way to get to bed without disturbing his wife after he's done recording this late night podcast. My name's Jason. That's Kevin. How you doing, Guy? Uh, my name is Kevin, not Guy. Uh, but I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Um, uh, uh, so your wife, is she asleep right now? I think so. Like, I don't hear her walking around or anything going on upstairs. So um, I do this in my basement. So uh, I can usually hear her if she's doing stuff upstairs. And I haven't heard that in a while. So, yeah, and I, I usually, before we do the show, what I do is I go put on a t-shirt and some basketball shorts that way when i go to bed i can just walk in and i don't have to you don't have like the belt and all your keys yeah, in your pocket i'm still fully dressed from the day yeah. right now so yeah. yeah well and you're right now in a three-piece suit too so you got to take off your tie and your blazer well, the thing now, is, Jason, the thing is though i'm sorry I, the thing no, is she's pregnant again and waking her up she just gets so angry like she, there's no chill about her when you disturb her as, as a pregnant woman. Like with, with my other kid, she, it, she was it was so easy. She didn't complain at all. This one, everything is like setting her off. Like so, it's uh, so that that's why it, it was a concern when I realized I was fully dressed. Still, it's uh, it's interesting how different pregnancies can affect the same person yeah. differently. I would, without knowing anything about biology or how people work, I would assume. That like, oh, this is what I'm like when I'm pregnant. But if you know, perhaps that's related to um, you know uh, the you know the what type of baby you got. You know how big the baby. I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. I have no idea why. Baby. But uh, I think she's become crazy with this pregnancy. Like, I really think she's become crazy. Is it possible that you're just aggravating her more? Like maybe you're a little <laughs> bit more no, obnoxious no. than last. All right. Time. So get this. So get this. I'll, I'll give you an example. The other day, out of nowhere, she got mad at me, and then she literally made up stuff that I had done. Uh, well, she didn't make it up. She Her view of it was so off base and couldn't be further from the truth, uh, That, but she was, like, so adamant about it. And then, like, a couple hours later, she was like, sorry about that. <laughs> it, it just comes out of nowhere, man. It's, it's like she's bipolar right now, but... Uh, yeah, so it's it's just one of those things. That's why I, that's why I don't want to wake her up because it's just like I don't feel like dealing with making her mad. Because tomorrow I'm going to go get tattooed, so I'm gonna be gone all day. She's probably gonna be grouchy. I'm leaving with a kid all day, and yeah. So it's, well, it's, you know, Jason, I will always publicly side with uh, the pregnant lady. Yeah, because uh, I'm a really that, good guy. That's that's why and, I'm uh, concerned because I'm on her side. I don't want to disturb her. Well, one, because I don't want to deal with it, but I get it. You know, that's why she, I can't. she's creating a human life yeah. that is half your DNA. So, um, you know, she's got to do what she's got to do. And if, uh, you know, getting mad at you is part of what she's got to do, then uh, that's just what she's got to do. Uh, I think that's how it's supposed to work. Now, Jason, I, I have a question that I'll, I hope it's not too personal that I can ask you uh, before we dive into this song, which is uh, why would you want to live? And that's not what my question is. Uh, my question is, uh, you have a garment on your hand that I've never seen before. It's kind of like a uh, two-fingered glove. Oh, 
Okay, so here lately what I've been doing while, while we're um, recording, you can't see, but I have a, my iPad on, on a sketchboard, and I have it sitting in my lap here, and um, I'm just drawing, or I have, a, I have a big notepad open, and I'm just drawing, and if there's any thoughts I have that come to my head that I want to make sure that I don't forget, I write it down, and um, yeah, so, so, that, so but this, when you're drawing, you don't get the oils from your hands all over the screen, which cause the pen to skip, and it's not so aggravating, you know. So it just—I I just forgot I had it on. I'm so used uh, to having it on. Yeah. I thought it was like so. Just for the listeners who, of course, can't see us, uh, Jason's breaking up a dog fight, I think, behind him. Uh, but he—he's uh, got a very fashionable-looking glove that is the pinky finger and the ring finger only, and then goes halfway down his hand, and he kind of looks like. Uh, Sort of like a, a, a quarter Michael Jackson, because Michael Jackson would wear just the one glove, where J- Jason's wearing a, a half of a glove. Um, uh, so I'm a half Michael Jackson. You're half Michael Jackson. Yeah, yes. half Michael Jackson. Because um, if you were wearing two gloves, you'd be a double Michael yeah, Jackson. Only one glove. But it, it's just to keep the oil off the screen, so you don't have to wipe it down constantly. Because when you're doing like um, long pulls on lines and stuff like that, and like and the and the Con- the conduction between the Apple Pencil and the iPad breaks and the line breaks, it's like, oh, come on. Like, then you have to go back and do that long, long drag again. And yeah, so you, you don't want to get the oil all over the screen I'm, mm. I, if you're doing anything like intricate at all. So that's that makes that sense. Is. I have very oily skin. Like, anytime I touch Everyone does. any screen, it's just like fingerprints yeah. p- apocalypse. That's why I hate, and, and I know it makes sense for, for what you're doing, but in general, I hate how everything's a touch screen now. Um, I wish, you know, more things were just keep everything, keep buttons, buttons, and screens, screens, unless you're doing, like, artwork and, and stuff like you that. You know why everything's going to touch screen is because less less parts mean less to break, less repairs, less replacement. Um, an iPad, I mean, I'm sure if you still had an original iPad, you could still use that thing. I mean, it wouldn't be very fun to use, but um, it, it would still work. There's nothing going to be wrong with it. It's just going to be outdated. Fair point. My yeah. MacBook that died last year did stop working because the keyboard uh, stopped working. Right, so, exactly. Uh, fair point. Yeah, uh, I hadn't considered that. And that's what I like about hosting podcasts with you, Jason. I always learn something new. And uh, why don't we learn something new right now? Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't want to overpromise things. On uh, the final song, I believe it's the final song we're going to do on this podcast from the album Being There. Looks that way. Yeah. Why would you want to live, Jason? Why would you want to live? Oh, I don't. I I'm, I I thought I made that clear at the beginning of this episode. I'm just um, why would you want to live, Kev? Give me some facts about this song. Uh, it's from Being There. It's part of a suite of Being There songs uh, that are kind of uh, a little bit down tempo. You have What Was I in Your Dreams, which I believe was the first song we ever did on this podcast. Yeah. It was, it was uh, parenthetical. Um, and uh, uh, yes, because, yeah, it's in the parenthesis uh, for W, which was Jason's assistance. Uh, but I think it was a, the right call. And then it goes into the lonely one. And then the album picks back up with Dreamer in My Dreams, which like uh, punches you in the face with uh, a fiddle. Um, but this song's just kind of sitting she in the middle just of that. 17. Uh, yeah, yeah, I cannot listen to that song now without thinking of that. And every time I do, I think, Jason. Because he ruined the song a little bit for me. It's still a great song. Yeah, for you. Sure. Um, 
But uh, this song itself is actually kind of Beatles-esque. I feel like, so sonically, this is very much a being there song. And we'll listen to him. And this is a, a huge contribution from Max Johnson on this song. There's resonator guitar, there's fiddle, uh, and banjo, I believe. Um, but I, um, I feel like the structure of the song is kind of proto-summer teeth, right? It's kind of reminds me a little bit of like a, a more country version of like pie holden sweet or when you wake up feeling old like it's it's got that structure it's got the harmony it's got like the different versions subsets of the songs that the arrangement that changes uh but it's still very much like a you know a, an alt country song uh like wilka was doing in this so i think it did kind of lay the foundation of uh what would come with summer teeth uh um but done in a very being there sort of way yeah were we we talking about that on the uh episode with daniel johnson or were we talking about that off air with him um did we record that part of the conversation because i think we talked about this exact same thing uh, during that show or uh right before that show it was so long ago or uh hasn't (laughs) happened yet no it has uh uh, no that's two episodes from now Oh, okay, sorry uh, about that. Ooh. Uh, spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler uh, alert. I don't remember if we recorded that. I don't remember um, uh, um, exactly how that came up, but because uh, um, I have the memory of a goldfish now, especially in my advanced age. Jason, I'm going to be 35 in a few months. Dude, I'm going to be 40 in two months. That's like a real grown-up age. 40. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. And with two babies. Can you imagine being two babies? How many? How many dogs? Three dogs. Three dogs. Yeah. Three dogs. Two babies. Uh, that's a full house. Yeah, uh, hold. It's, it's a it's a lot going on. Um, but yeah, so don't give me your, don't give me your sob story about being thirty five, guys. You can go to abcwoko.com, find all the ways to support the show. You can do, uh, the best way of which being leave a rating review on Apple Podcasts or giving us a follow on Spotify. So, remember me and you, and you and me. <laughs> the beginning of the song always makes me think of that song. Yeah, I can hear. I've never thought about that before. Yeah. I think it's chords and maybe the rhythm are um, the first a little chord same. Is, is the same opening. Uh, I think it's C. It sounds like D. Melodically, it's different, though. But yeah, now they point that out. Uh, Also has that Randy Newman vibe they do often. Not too. I thought often. you were about to say um, Sesame Street. He doesn't really have a set. Man, not not so strong. Uh, it kind of maybe, but not not so strong. Kids, you paid your dues. This is my favorite part of the song. Listen, listen, listen. Dues, dues, and dues. And so whenever I hear now, ever since I first heard the song, and I hear someone say, you, uh, you know, oh, did did you pay your dues? In my head, I always sing "Do's and Do's." Like I might not sing it out loud. I'll stop myself from that. Uh, but, uh, Why is that your favorite part of the song? I just like those "Do's and Do's." It's just always stuck with me, and you hear that phrase all the time. And every time I do, I think "Do's and Do's." So we got some resonator guitar here from Max, and here we go with the banjo. So this part of the arrangement really cool. is so different. That's why it kind of makes me think like Pie Holden Sweet or Why Would You Want to Live. Like it's just the song evolves throughout it. Um, 
So this is sort of them trying something that they do in much bigger fashion on, uh, on Summer Kids. I love the banjo. fiddle here right so um max johnson uh he's kind of an interesting contributor to wilco because i don't think a lot of maybe more casual wilco fans even know who he is when they can you know they absolutely know who all the six guys are now if, if max johnson walked past me on the street i don't know if i'd recognize him uh and his contributions to being there a lot of times he's buried in the mix but then you have songs like this where he's pulling triple duty so you, do you think he'd be like a guy you'd see and it would be like, hey, that guy kind of looks like a guy, the guy from Wilco, it used to be Wilco. I, I'd i probably be like, I'm like, that guy looks familiar. Where, maybe I maybe I met him before without realizing, oh, no, he's, he's Max Johnson from the Uncle Tupelo in the first two Wilco records. It's all happened to you. I like the way the slide guitar here, the resonator, kind of duets with Jeff's. plays between his lines and sort of answers his lines. You can really hear Jay on the back of vocals here. Really? You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now you say it. Yeah, for sure. Very deep voice. Yeah. And I think Jay was a, was a was a good vocalist, but I, I like the way John and Jeff sing together because I think Jeff John naturally harmonizes with uh, above Jeff, whereas uh, um, uh, Jay was always a little bit uh, below um, Jeff's register. And the honky tonk piano here, right? Like just the different versions of the arrangement throughout the song are really cool. Yeah, that's a dope song. I like that song a lot. Yeah. And a song that often gets uh, ends your favorite way with a fade out, uh, and a song that often gets forgotten about on being there. I think just because the album's so long and the back half of the album is just kind of uh, slower and more dreamy, um, and this song certainly like that, where it's a little bit hazy. Hazy is the word I'm looking for. Um, uh, so it does get kind of lost on the back half of the record, but it is it is a, a, a really fun song. And it's a song that, again, I feel like I say this every other episode, Jason, but it's a song I wish the band would break out live more often. They did it three times in the 2010 decade, in 2017, 2014, and 2011. Uh, but I think, uh, um, I guess uh, maybe it's just because of the arrangement with the, the fiddle, um, Pat could do the banjo, and um, Nels could definitely do the slide guitar part. Um, and maybe, uh, uh, maybe here's my proposal, Jason. Wilco should mix things up. Should maybe tour every once in a while with some touring musicians. And they sort of did that a while ago when they did like the Ashes of American Flags DVD. Did you see that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they had the 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 total pros, the guys playing brass. Uh, but like, why not like? you know uh get a fiddle player and do you know this song and uh of um uh dreamer my dreams and um jesus etc with some strings on it um 
uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun just just to mix things up and keep them a little different. But I guess they already have six musicians on stage, and yeah, uh, that'd be a that'd yeah. be a lot to add to that. Um, Kev, do you want to go close this one out, or do you have anything else to say about this one? Uh, no, I just uh, I want to know what you think of this song, though. I love this. It, it, it's a fun, it's a fun song. I like. It. I don't like that fade out at the end. You, and you know what? I I I like the song so much that I wouldn't have even noticed it had you not pointed. Had it out. I know. As soon as I said that, I was like, ah, I shouldn't have even. Yeah, pointed I wouldn't. It out. I wouldn't even uh, thought it because it's a, it's such a good song that like I wouldn't. It wouldn't even bothered me. That's how yeah. good of a song it is. That that the fade out wouldn't have even phased me. Mm, that's good. Yeah, I think the fade out was the right tool to use there. So, so fa- so what you're saying, Jason, is fade outs. Not, not always so bad. Um, the fade out, if it's used in a way that works, which I guess is kind of arbitrary, uh, because uh, based upon my opinion. So, um, yeah, I would I would say if it works, there are times where I guess you could use a fade out. I still think it's lazy, but it, it, it's being used as a tool. It does. I want you to become one day uh, become a mu- record producer. And you have some young band in, and they're looking up to you because, of course, you produced the 13th Wilco album that you know was a number one record on the Billboard Top 200 for six weeks in a row. And, of course, you, uh, when Tom Petty uh, um, came out and said, hey, I faked my death and, and came back with that incredible comeback, you produced that album. You're really the new Rick Rubin, except you actually have talent. So, like, that's the level of record producer you are. You, you 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 sign the the hot new band and they're all looking up to you. They're all starstruck. Why would One the producer the sign names. a band? What's that? Why would the producer sign a band? Well, you've been given your own record label. I thought that oh. went without saying. Okay. Because uh, you're so successful, right? Kind of how like uh, Rick Rubin has uh, Def Jam or something. Does he own that? I think he's associated with that or some sort. Yeah. Anyways, they've given you they've given you uh, Hess's best records. Uh, and uh this band comes in they're all like 20 years old and they're all in awe of you because you know you're the guy that found those uh unfinished beetle recordings and finished them that of course all went uh triple platinum you know you're you know like you would be and uh one of them says hey why don't we end the song with a fade out and just your reaction is of just you're not mad at them you're disappointed i I would say I'm the producer, and no, like I yeah. signed you. I'm putting it's I, uh, if it, unless it worked, I guess you'd have to do it to find out if it worked or not. But uh, my main advice would always be pick a point and stop. Just pick a, pick a resolution. You know, if you're yeah. playing an A, just end on a hard A, or you know, that, that's all you have to do. But it just seems like you can't find the vibe to stop a song, so you just let it go and go and go how do you feel about a song like uh strawberry fields forever or helter skelter that fades out but then fades back in how do you feel about the fade out the false fade out where it fades out but does fade back in it's being used as a tool and the tool is being used effectively this is fascinating i'm i'm eternally uh i'm not even disagreeing with you or anything like that i'm not being facetious i do find it uh, uh interesting i've never given the fade out as much thought uh, until I've met you and uh, seen your opinions on it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a very opinionated person, Kev. Well, that's what I appreciate about you. That's why you, you're such a great podcast host over the past 193 episodes. So. 193. 
Alright, everybody, if you want to go to abcwolf.com, find all the ways to support the show. As always, the most important of which is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can give us a follow on Spotify. That also helps. You can find Kevin on Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me on Instagram at Hess's Best. All my information to buy my art is up in the doobly doo. Um, on the next episode, we are covering wishful thinking. No. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, 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 I read the list wrong. I'm sorry. On the next episode, we're covering Wilco the Song with the girls from Wilco Will Love You. Until then, every little thing that tears apart. Tear you apart.